All right, good evening, everyone. Um, my name is Shane Bentley. I'm with Daniel Purcell. Uh, this is the first trailer episode of the Bears of the Oath podcast. Um, this has been something we've been talking about doing for, say, the last month or a couple months, something I've always wanted to do. Um, never really knew which direction to take it in, but over the last, since November, I've had uh, the opportunity to be involved with Daniel and He's uh, shared my ventures that I would like to have with him, and he's made all of this uh, come possible with his his media group, Redbird Media. So, um, again, this is the first one, so you'll have to forgive us or forgive me for rambling or overstepping a few things that I'm not familiar with how to do this yet tonight. But we will we'll get the kinks worked out of it. Um, really, where we're going to start is. This is all built around the fire service, um, family, fire service, um, where we are today with the Bears of the Oath program. Um, it's a great opportunity that not only the fire service has afforded me, but um, just in the last short period of time with Bears of the Oath. So we'll get in and get started and talking about Bears of the Oath first. Um, talk about myself, introduce you to Daniel, um, and go from there. We are on. Uh, we are in my apartment in Cornelia, Georgia. Um, I've always thought it'd be cool to have a podcast that actually took place while while I was on shift, and I am on shift right now. Daniel's here. Um, he is a volunteer here at Cornelia Fire Department as well, so. At any given time, we might have to pause and, and skip out on you, but again, we'll come back and pick right up. So let's get into the fun part of it for me. Um, I've got a lot of questions, and I guess really why I wanted to start the podcast, and I've always been intrigued by them listening to other podcasts, what, what is Bears of the Oath and where did it come from? Uh, it's extremely personal for me. It's something that, I started with my own personal struggles about two, two and a half years ago, writing things down that I felt like I personally struggled with, um, and with my family, my person, my my personal life, uh, and how I put the fire service in front of all that. Kind of used the fire service as my out. So what I ended up doing was I had a l lieutenant years ago. That I noticed when at the end of the evening he would take and end of the shift every evening he would take and write down in a journal the day's actions in the in the uh, in the stall room of the of the firehouse and it always intrigued me and so I started doing that too and I went back and started reading some of the things I'd wrote down over the years and I thought man I said you see goods and bads of course with what goes on every day in the fire service and you watch yourself grow and and learn from your successes and your failures that's where your successes come from i truly believe is your failures so but anyhow I, I started writing down these things that i could relate to the fire service but relate to where i personally struggled and uh that was where the bears of the oath code of honor came from first and for those of you that are curious or haven't haven't seen that or know what that is yet i'll i'd like to share it with you because it is very personal it's more personal to me and I'll tell you why I thought it would 
it would make me better to put this on back of everybody that wanted to wear one of these sweatshirts because it holds me accountable. Every time I turn around, somebody's got one of these shirts on, and so I, my accountability is there. It has to be there because people want to, want to, want to wear on their back the things that I wrote on it, and most folks don't realize that it came from my personal struggles, personal failures. And so uh, the Bears of the Oath Code of Honor begins with save lives, protect property, be nice, to, be nice to our customers, be nice to each other, search every job, search every time, train till you do not get it wrong, train because your family deserves it, train because your company will want you rescuing their family, Train because it's your job. Job equals work. Work builds character. Do not make your company look bad. Leave it better than you found it. Help each other be right, not wrong. Respect your crew. Respect your company. Respect every job as if it were a personal loss. Be loyal. Show empathy and be vulnerable. Do not show your vulnerability to everyone. Honor your oath you signed up for. Good enough is never good. Do not bitch. Do not walk past the problem you can fix. Do not become part of the problem. Simply fix the problem. Become the standard, not the minimum standard. And screw what they think and do your job. So that's uh, that's the that's what's on the back of the sweatshirts. That's the uh, first that's the first print of what we put on the hoodies. And <coughs> I've had it down on paper for the longest of times and used it just to reflect that all the time. But most of it, majority of it is, it uh, it reflects fire service work. Um, it, was, it, was, it reflects leadership. It, respect, it reflects doing the right thing, not the wrong thing. Admitting your failures. Um, simply being a better person. Rising from your mistakes. So I took and uh, I took the reason I worded it the way I did is because starting from the very top, save lives, protect property. Of course, you know, that's most every fire service's first mission statements, save lives, protect property. But, yes, that's true in, in the sense, but that's also where I look at that is my personal failures with my, with my family and as a husband and as a father. Um, you know, so I, that's... That's the aspect I took there was save lives and protect property. My lives and my uh, my my family and my property that'd be my that'd be my family. So that's from my wife to my kids and family all around, um, not just inside and outside the fire service, but all in general. But the save lives and protect property that's very personal because I that holds me accountable to trying to be the absolute best husband and father that I can be. So. And as we go down through there, of course, every one of them, a lot of these came from what I heard mentors say. Um, and I got a lot of mentors, man. I've, that's, uh, that's one of the things I, I truly believe in is having multiple mentors. Um, I think mentors is everybody needs mentors, and I don't think there should be a set number on what you should take and you should have as mentors. So, but... That's where the oath came from. Um, then, like I said, I had it for a good couple of years, um, and I had the ambition and the idea to put it on a T-shirt, and you know, just and I thought it'd be cool. But I wanted it to mean something, and I wanted it to reflect 
family and the fire service and doing your job and being that person that, that the fire service deserves and that uh, customers deserve. So I had that, and then I kept, I showed it to a few people. Um, I said, yeah, man, that's, that's pretty cool. You need to take and do something with that. And I just, you know, I didn't, I didn't really know what I wanted to do or which direction I wanted to go. So, I, uh, I like to collect fire, uh, fire department memorabilia, especially antiques, history. So, um, I got a, I got a 1794 fire marker plaque that's in my office here. And I was sitting in here one night, just strumming and playing with different designs on. Uh, on my computer trying to come up with some kind of cool logo and I even I think I showed it to you did I not and I just knew that it needed something to go with it but I just I didn't want it to be just the you know the average t-shirt or average I wanted it to be something that meant something and so <clears throat> I was sitting in here one night looking at it I had something on my mind and I had a sweatshirt one of the bears of those sweatshirt the hoodies hanging on my door right above my door is this fire marker and I looked up and seen the handshake right there that you know used to be they don't even teach that you don't even know most 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 firefighters coming into service nowadays don't even know what fire markers are where they come from because they don't they don't teach it in fire service history anymore or orientation which is bullshit so I took and I looked up and I seen that and I seen that handshake and I thought man that's that's pretty cool so I took and I started Playing with it on my, I got a graphics program that I play with sometimes, and I put it on my, on my computer, and I kind of started playing with it, and I come up with the Bears of the Oath, Patriots of Your Craft, um, logo, and simple, black and white, you know, it's got that, uh, it's got that bold look. Um, so this was probably beginning of December, and. I showed it to a few people. Some of the showed it to four people actually, um, that you know that I knew that would really give me their honest opinion and the feedback that I got from them. You know, it's, it 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 really made a difference in me moving forward with this. And this is again, <coughs> anybody that knows me, I, I think they realize that this is this is simply for anything that I get a, get the opportunity to do is is all about trying to help everybody else and anybody I can come in contact with and I wanted everybody that I could to benefit from this I wanted it I wanted it to be a fraternity of firemanship that got anybody you know in the fire service felt like that they could come be a part of and knew that they had guys there you know brothers and sisters there to support them so that's where it came from um, so we started messing with some logo stuff and putting it on on backgrounds and playing with it and we came up with just the black and white I showed it to Daniel and um, we looked at it and I showed it like I said I showed it to a few others and he said uh, we went with you know let's get some hoodies made well a friend of mine in South Georgia I showed it to him and he said man it needs a that's pretty badass but it needs a it needs a mission statement just like everything else we do in the fire service we got to have a mission statement and so uh, I had to sit in one night and I wanted it to be just like the uh, oath I wanted it to be I wanted it to be bold and sincere but I wanted it to mean something and I wanted it to take and be welcoming 
Um, so and then what I came up with was the description of it about what the bearers of the oath is in the mission statement is simply states that our arrogance is fueled by passion, a passion for our craft and expectation from our customers to be ready to answer every call. It is our diligence to be more prepared and mighty than the reason that they had to call for our help. If you do not understand this sense of arrogance, we as bearers of the oath will not alienate you. We will simply extend our hand to you and ask that you will evaluate yourself and your commitment to the fire service, therefore determining if you are that patriot or just another able being that does not belong to such a fraternity of firemanship. And so I sat around with that for two or three days and you know, I looked at it and walked away and looked at it again and <clears throat> and I have a tendency sometimes to to be overbearing with how I say things and you know I, I I wanted it to be bold but I didn't want it to be such a I wanted it to be welcoming at the same time and you know I showed it to some of the same people and that's where the uh, mission statement came from for bears of the oath so that is pretty much how bears of the oath got started um, we put an established date of 2020 on it um, Shortly thereafter, I <clears throat> I took and I started thinking about, you know, man, this is really cool. I had all these sweatshirts made up, and I said, man, I said, well, you know, I wanted people to want to wear these sweatshirts, not because to represent me, but I wanted them to I wanted them to wear them to hold me accountable because if I knew the people believed in what I wrote down and how I felt about the fire service and how to treat people and how to be, uh, how to do the right thing and how to do, do your job and respect the fire service and what it's really about. I knew that if I seen it on people's backs, it would hold me accountable. It would have to hold me accountable because if I wrote it and didn't act it, you're just being a hypocrite and a son of a bitch. And I didn't want to be that person because I don't, I don't think that's right. So my my gain is when I, every time I see it, which is pretty much daily now, um, been very fortunate for people to want to be a part of this organization, to give them opportunity to, to do things in the fire service that they hadn't been able to maybe do before, give them a, give them a place to go to do things, an avenue. But every time I see it, turn around and look at it, somebody's got that sweatshirt on and got that logo on and um, extending that hand of, that hand of fellowship welcoming you to a fraternity of firemanship that holds me accountable to my family first and foremost because if you look at the top of it it says save lives and protect property and that that uh that has to pertain to my family first and the fire service second and i had a i didn't do that for a long time i, I, I was very selfish still am um i'm uh i meet up i'm infatuated with the fire service always have been since i got involved in it so that's uh that's my gain from it um my accountability i have to be held accountable because people i get the opportunity and the privilege to be around a great group of individuals all the time that trust me and they don't realize that a lot of them don't realize that they made me who i am and i couldn't be where i'm at without these people so in a long opening paragraph and start, that's pretty much where all this has come from, the bearers of the oath. Um, it's very, very, very important to me. Um, some, it's just a, a guy, I heard a guy say a few, 
few weeks ago at Firefighter Weekend. He said, man, then, and bears of those banners and sweatshirts, they make a hell of a fashion statement. And I had to bite my tongue and walk off, you know. That was, uh, that was, but that's part of it. So, anyhow, that's a little bit about me. Um, and the bears of the oath and where it's come from. What we're looking to do with this is uh, myself and Daniel, as you see, is with me. Daniel Purcell, we've, he's got a media group called Redbird Media Group. Um, this is a venture that he and I came up with together that we want to take and we want to be able to take and make broadcasts and make the fire service better through the media and having people on here <clears throat> and getting their opinions, getting their feelings about it. Um, you know, there's, everybody's got difference of opinions, and some are good, some are bad. You know, some we don't agree with. Um, there's always going to be that, especially through social media. Um, there's so much negativity going on nowadays. I think it gets the positivity that what's happening in the fire service right now is totally overshadowed by the negativity, and that's terrible because there's so many things going on, especially since all this COVID-19 stuff has started. Look at everything that's happened online with online training. Um, man, guys like Sean Duffy and Ryan McCormick, man, that's what they've been doing on Facebook Live, man. Kyle Ramagas, all those guys that you see that's online every night doing something, brass tacks and hard facts, Elkhart, you know. Man, there's so much good stuff online right now that can get you away from the negativity because I can assure you, when you go to bed tonight, the numbers of this virus that our nation's fighting right now, they're going to go up again. That's one thing you, you can count on. But you can also take and find something else to study and read about that will enhance your, enhance your knowledge just listening to good mentors talk about the fire service. So that's, uh, that's what we're looking to do. Um, Daniel. He, uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to change, change the uh, tone a little bit and move to Daniel. Daniel, tell them about you, Daniel, if you don't mind. Introduce yourself, tell them about you and how we've, how we've, how we've come together with all of this, if you don't mind. Uh, where would you like to start with that? November. Um, before or after, I should say. Let's start with before, because I think it's parallel to where we're at today and five months time okay i think it i think that's I, I got a text message earlier today from somebody that you know um that he will tell you five months ago he would probably not he doesn't he wouldn't look at you today the way he did if our past wouldn't cross five months ago mm -hmm. uh, and by no means it has nothing to do with me it's all you but he was very he was very adamant about everybody knowing about you as well as the bearers of the oath. And I totally agree with that because you have made an impact in his life as well, as well as mine and everybody else. So floor is yours. Um, okay. So to start off, I'll introduce myself. Uh, my name is Daniel Purcell. Uh, you might be thinking I'm a bit young and it's because I am, uh, I just turned 20. Uh, before, any of the interest came out for uh, the fire service or public safety or anything like that. Um, I started working uh, with an online news publication in the area, and that's kind of how I broke into uh, just noticing public safety and the fire service itself. Um, I'd always go to 
wrecks, fires, anything that was newsworthy, anything that your mom would be asking about on Facebook when she was going to sleep, that's kind of the stuff that I would cover. And uh, so I did that for about five years, and then it's finally, uh, like you said, back in November, um, that's kind of when, uh, well, pre-November, that's kind of when I really started taking notice of not just the pictures that I was taking, but the people in the pictures and what they were doing and how they were helping. And it was from that that I really started to gain an interest in uh, the fire service and kind of like what they do for and in the community along the lines of not just your stereotypical, you know, go down the road in a red truck, spray water, pack up and go home. There's so much more that you don't notice that they do. And uh, that's kind of, I, I, I noticed a Aside from the journalistic photos that I was taking, I'd, I'd take time and actually take photos of the people um, who were doing the jobs. And through that, uh, that's kind of where my interest really interest really started. And uh, what was it? November? Day after Thanksgiving, I think. Black Friday, yeah. I remember it was on uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Day, I posted a... Uh, Posted a post on my personal Facebook page just thanking all of the first responders and public safety people that, uh, you know, just saying how thankful I was for what they do and genuinely thanking them for what they do in and for our community because, I mean, a lot of them don't get the appreciation that I felt like they deserved. And so that was just me kind of saying thank you through the pictures that I have taken, but also just saying thank you for what they do. And, uh, I think it was the night of Thanksgiving. It was when Shane reached out to me on Facebook and said, Hey, uh, I'd like for you to come by the station and uh, sit down and talk with me. And I was like, yeah, of course. Sure. And, uh, this is before I had ever met Shane officially. So I was, uh, kind of excited and kind of nervous. Cause I was like, Oh no, what did I post? Uh, I was, I was, I was genuinely worried about what we would be talking about, but at the same time I was excited. So, uh, black Friday, uh, that evening I came to the station and we sat down in Shane's office, uh, just in that seat over there. And, uh, that was when he like really, that was the first connection of someone outside of the journalistic side of things that I had done when someone had really reached out and said, you know, I, I see what you're doing and I see that you're interested in this stuff and not just in a way that it's kind of like, it's your job, but it's something that you're truly interested and passionate about and at the time I didn't I didn't really see it myself I've never been one to kind of see the talents or gifts that people say that I have but I was like yeah of course yeah sure and so uh it was I think through that conversation that's when it really opened up to the passion and the interest that I have for uh, the family and the organization that I've become a part of now it just kind of opened up the door to all these new opportunities and it, I mean, it just, we probably sat and talked for two, two and yeah, a half hours. Was, we was, I know we was flowing water that afternoon. Um, you came up and ended up hanging out talking for two or three hours that evening. And that's when we, like I said, the first connection really started. And, um, I learned more about you at that point in time. You had brought out, you'd also brought up some things that, um, kind of, aggravated me um you would show i could tell through your pictures that um we had the pictures that he takes 
he like I said he was he was there reporting for a, a media outlet that he was that he was representing and and he would come to you would see him right regular at calls whether whether it was Rex hell we'd be at fire alarms at two thirty in the morning I turn and look around the corner and there was that little white jeep and that instance that night I really thought you know we're at a fire alarm at two thirty in the morning and he's up coming to you know coming to report a fire alarm and. So I took it upon myself to walk over to him and say, look, man, it's, you know, there's nothing to this. It's just a false alarm because, you know, the way I looked at it, if he got up at 2.30 in the morning to come do his job and report that it could be a possible structure fire because they're all structure fires till we get there in my eyes, we, you know, I, I wanted to let him know thank you for coming out and, hey, everything's good here, man. You know, there's, I'm not going to leave him hanging, sitting up at the corner just because he's the media guy. Um, so... That kind of triggered me. Um, I noticed that a few times. We had a couple wrecks that he showed up on that I watched. And then I started watching these pictures he was taking. And a lot of them were pictures that we were at working, one particular working structure fire at Urban Street that um, he was, the pictures, yeah, he was there to report the news, but he was, the pictures that he was capturing of, the firefighters and the all the first responders they're working in all the different departments they that they were captivating to me because he was catching he was catching images and emotions that you didn't even know was being called at that time um and there was that that really when he when i reached out to him on thanksgiving you know my idea was behind it was i'm not even you know i told him then i said i'd <clears throat> he's got a talent for this stuff and I was I was amazed by the pictures he was taking and but I was you know let's go ahead and back up a little bit the stigmatism is honestly that he had was we generally we assume before we know a lot of times and that's just not the fire service that's just us being dumbass human beings sometimes and there was you know it was I didn't see him as, the, hey, there's the media, there's the news guy, watch what you say. I seen him as, you know, he, he's got, I've always tried to look at, they got a job to do too, and the media, is, there's no doubt about the media, and it's always been that the media can make or break you, which is true, but we can also make or break ourselves how we portray ourselves on and off scene or on and off duty. And so, I, you know, I simply, I just wanted to take and reach out to him and say, look, man, I want to build a relationship with you, and... I want, please, if there's something that you see that we can do better in portraying ourselves, please come to me and talk to me about it before we post anything negative, and I'll do, I'll, I'll do the same to help you get your information as soon as we can, you know, as soon as the, whether it's, you know. Then I got to see him through his pictures too, man, that like, holy shit, this guy sees the same thing we see, good and bad, but he sees them through this magnified, clear image of, really bad stuff sometimes and you know there's a lot of guys i know there's been several times to where different agencies have and it ain't just daniels any any photographer you know oh there they are again you know and i i looked at it as you know when i seen his the quality of his photos and seeing what he was when i got to looking at him, i was like man this I can. I need to build a relationship with this guy because not only with Bears of the Oath, but I wanted to build a relationship 
coordinate your fire department because of where we've come from um, in the last uh, almost two years um, with Firefighter Weekend, Franklin County Firefighter Weekend. We were rolling up on the fourth annual Firefighter Weekend, and I think in November I mentioned to you about, you know, hey, man, I would love for you to be a part of Firefighter Weekend. You know, this all came from the first conversation in November, pretty much. Um, so the I, I felt like that I could help change how he was portrayed because his talent and his talents were so good, man. His talents with that camera were very, were, I mean, the, the quality of these pictures, he was taking these, all of the first responders and the firefighters was amazing. And it wasn't just coordinating fire department, it was every fire department in Habersham County and it's White County and surrounding counties that he, he responds to all the time. Um, not with just fire, but with EMS as well, law enforcement. And so that was my goal was to try to take and help me and partner me and him together because I, I felt like that we needed his talents just like he needed to be, he needed to be with a good group of individuals that would take and give him the opportunity to showcase your talents. Um, and as we got to knowing him, it didn't take long. He started, I think, after November – it was shit. It was about every night you and Sunshine were around, and it's been great. It's been it's been really cool. So I'll let you finish from there. Um. Uh, yeah. So, you know, just it started out as a simple conversation of just trying to build a relationship between what you know. At that point, you know, it was just between a fire department and a media guy, but you could quickly tell that. There was there was a lot more into it, uh, deeper, just between the conversations and just the you know the sit downs and just the encounters that we had. Not even that night, but after after that, just on different calls and on scenes and stuff. Instead of the I don't know, there was just like the personal relationship. Instead of it being all strictly professional, you could tell that there was genuine. Uh, you know, respect for each other. Right, right. Yeah, there was uh, the redhead, the redheaded thing. Really, <laughs> me and I think it was me and uh, another another friend of mine, good friend uh, Lee Humphreys. We were talking about redhead power one night in the engine bay, and Daniel come walking up, and I said, "There's another redhead," and I don't have the red hair that I used to have, but when I was a lot younger, it was very red, and I had the nickname. Uh, I had an uncle that, from the time I was very little, called me Redbird. From the time I was, man, I was little. And he called me Redbird up until he died a couple of years ago. So, and when Daniel come walking in that night, I was like, man, there, here comes Redbird. And that's where, you know, Redbird, the nickname kind of stuck, Redbird there. And so that's, you know, it was hanging around every night was, you know, he, you could tell that he had, back to the conversation that we had in November in the office, we, he, he and, you had, you had showed interest in being involved on this side, not just on the photography side, but inside of an actual, as, an, as a firefighter. You could tell the questions you were asking, and there was a particular question that was asked of, could you do this? And I think the could you do this question is the best, the best at times have questioned themselves in any job or any service that they provide. So, 
And I think, you know, I, I, I know for a fact, I said, what the hell do you mean can you do this? Yeah, you can do this if you want to do this. And I think a lot of the, the parallel to the story that folks, you know, a lot of folks know, but, you know, Daniel's right hand's not as strong as his left. He's He was born with a brain tumor. He's, you know, here he is today, and that hadn't slowed him down a bit and hadn't slowed his talents down. Well, and my, my answer was, well, yeah, you can do this. You carry that big-ass camera around with that 14-foot lens on it, you can carry a hose and a nozzle around. And so, <clears throat> you know, we touched on it that night. Uh, we touched on, hey, you know, as you got to coming around, what do we, we started talking about, I started telling you about, the, we started, we do a class every every year in Livonia. That's, uh, I'm a volunteer firefighter at Livonia Fire Department, too, in Livonia, Georgia. And um, this is our 10th year of our, we do a, a firefighter class. And I started mentioning to him, and he started when he was, and that's when he really started hanging around every night and got involved with us here and with uh, PT and with us and um, doing some training. And the guy, I know Angela and some of the people here, Cornelia, everybody here at Cornelia really just kind of, they, they welcomed him in. Just like they, that is the mentality that we have to have, you know, I feel like to be, to create that culture that, that you want. And, um, you know, Daniel's got, boy, he's the wit that he carries around and, you know, that's, he, he, he'll burn you quicker than anybody and his humor and his quickness, um, you know, everybody just took to it and, but what was inspiring was watching you from before we even got into January when class started, the whole month of December, you were always there, here, you know, that was cool. So, you know, as, um, I, I think I think at one point the it came up that somebody said that you wouldn't be able to do this job or something, and that's what really that's what really ignited me and pissed me off because the way I looked at it, you were you carried your own weight, you could walk, talk, and breathe there. If you wanted to, you could do this job, and that's simply how I looked at it. I you know I didn't give really two shits about one hand being stronger than the other one. Um, so, and that's where we, and, and that's when, you know, that's, I got, I got really excited about that. Um, that's when the relationship for me started building up. That's where it got really personal for me because I, I don't like, I've never been really good at losing. Um, and damn sure don't like coming in second. And so that was kind of the, the attitude that I took with about Daniel was, you know what, if you want this, we'll give it to you. You know, you'll come get it. We'll help you get there. And he hadn't stopped. It's pretty, it's pretty badass. So, and once he started in, when we started in this class, what, in January? Yep. He started developing his own path. Then he started building relationships with the people, um, really showing what uh, firemanship's about in my eyes. Um, that was, it was inspiring. And for those of you that, when you hear this or if, if you listen to this and it interests you, um, you need to look at his media page on on Facebook and look at some of his uh, photographs. Look at the photographs of him, how how he how he took a group of people in class and they all rallied around not just him but each other and they formed a bond and a relationship. Man, that's, that's, that's the reward that I get out of it is seeing, watching people become 
develop a, a passion for the job of being a firefighter, no matter what, and putting in the work to do what it takes to be good at it. And just the basics. We hadn't even got anywhere past the basics because the basics is the foundation of all of it. And so that's that's really where it, that's what's got us to today. Would you agree? For sure. I think today, um, where we're at today is really firefighter weekend was cool. Um, yeah, he got to, Daniel got to meet a lot of people, um, got to showcase his talents. Man, it was, uh, it keeps getting better and better. Firefighter weekend does. Um, for those of you who don't know what that is, that's a, that's a whole nother event that we do annually in Franklin County. Um, it's, uh, it's just a, it's a neat, it's, it's a pretty neat training weekend and we'll talk about it later, but that, that opened the doors, that opened the doors for Bears of the Oath and Redbird Media together really right there because talents, your talents is, your talents is what can, is what's making Bears of the Oath what it is now. And um, the backing and the people that's involved with Bears of the Oath is, man, it's, it's, it's neat to watch. It's neat to watch everybody that's involved with the, with the web page. Um, all the support we've gotten, all the relationships have been built from it. Um, man, there's, uh, and it's, 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 it's really humbling and overwhelming. You know what I'm saying? It's just really cool to see where we're at right now um, and where we're going to go, what we're going to get to do because the fire service has been so, so rewarding to me. Um, there is no way I would be who I am as a person in the fire without the fire service. There's no way, absolutely no way. Um, it's the fire service has made uh, has made me a better person, made me a better better husband. Um, my wife might disagree with that from time to time, um, but. You know, your kids, you, you you want your kids to take and look up to you and be proud of what you do. And to me, there's there's not a better job in the world than being able to be a servant and serve people and help people. So, um, and then to be around a great group of people, man, everybody I get to, I get to be involved with in the fire service is, is absolutely amazing. So, again, we've been talking about doing this for a while, um, and it's, and we're here with it. Um, I sent out a, I sent out today a message on the web page, a Facebook page, of Bears of the Oath, you know, asking for, trying to get some, see what kind of buy-in we had, and man, it's, it never fails. Some of the, the text messages I've received from my brothers and sisters in the fire service today, man, is, is, just been reassuring that this is the right thing to do, um. There's like again, man. There is something that is very important to me, and that is having mentors um, and teaching others that it's okay to have mentors. I had a guy ask me one day. He said, "Man, who's your two mentors?" I said, "I ain't got two mentors." He said, "Man, you're crazy. You gotta have two mentors." I said, "Man, I got like thirty mentors," and that's the truth, you know. And because I consider everybody I look to and learn from. And then trust, I consider them mentors. 
Um, and that's, and literally I can, I got a message today from uh, somebody that, you know, a friend of mine, a uh, chief out in West Georgia that, you know, is, he said, bro, podcast, that's great news, you know, and that was, uh, that was big, awesome news with the podcast, and to hear that from him, you know, and that was, that reassured me that, you know, that, that I, this was a good thing to be doing, and just because, like I told Red earlier, Redbird earlier, that, you know, when you, when guys like, when guys like that take and reach out to you, and, you know, they're telling you, they're giving you positive reinforcement. You need to hear that. You need to hear that kind of stuff. You know, um, people need to hear positive reinforcement. People need people need to hear. People also need to be told when it ain't right, it's not right. You know, and there's a way to do that. And you know, and that's and I, and I believe right now with the culture uh, in the fire service that it's changing and it's getting better. And it's getting better because you got all these, you got all of these small town fire services, all of these guys in these fire services all over. Man, the state. I got some of the best friends all over the state of Georgia that they're doing the same things that inspire me to want to do the same things. And, you know, that's. Uh, it's, man, it's humbling. Uh, you know, I think that's, I, I think that that's one of the things that people got to realize is it is okay to step outside of your comfort zone. Stay out of that circle. Find, find these guys and these groups that love being firemen, man, that want to be firefighters. Um, that's, you know, and, and, that was part of, you know, the Bears of the Oath was I wanted to take in the last five, six years, I've got to travel around with my other job so much um, in the fire service. And, you know, it started out as a sales gig. And I was real nervous about that when I started doing the sales side of it, selling fire equipment, fire trucks, things of that nature. And because I didn't want to be looked at as a salesman, you know, and, and in my mind, I thought, man, I don't want to be looked at as a salesman. I wanted people to realize, to know that I was a fireman. I was a firefighter, you know. I, and and then it led to friendships, and then it led to training together. Then it led to, man, they got something going on there. I'll be there. Oh yeah, yeah. If they need something, you know, they'd all. Then then the sales thing was, it was it was secondary pretty much, and got to be. Then the then it then it started coming full circle really, and before I really realized what was going on. But at that time. I wasn't ready for that. In my mind, I wanted to be ready for it, but I wasn't ready for it. And so <clears throat> I had to step back there for a little while, and I had to take and really look at the people that made a difference in my fire service career from day one to now, to then and to now. And some of the people that I thought was good influences on me and that I wanted to follow in footsteps, I, I realized that, hey, I, I don't need to do I, those, you know, those those people are not the ones I need to be following. And so I've kind of re-zeroed re in on myself, and, you know, I had to say, what do I really want to do? You know, I love being a firefighter. At that time, I was a driver at the uh, city of Tacoa, 
Um, being able to be the driver with, and one of your best friends being the captain in the engine with you. Um, and man, it was that, that was that was awesome at the time. Um, that's one of that that is one of the best experiences I had as a firefighter in the fire service because the same fire department that I started at, my first captain was now my chief. My lieutenant that the lieutenant at the time when I started and the captain at the time when I started are now the assistant chief and chief at this fire department. They both had an equal hand in me being where I'm at today. Um so, and then for them to move up and for us to move up behind them and then be able to drive, be the, be the driver, one of my best friends was, and still one of my best friends, um, is the captain of that shift. And that was, that was awesome. Um, and he allowed me to really, st- he, he was, he was, a, he was a, a big part of allowing me to step out and start being what I knew I wanted to be and what I needed to be. Um, then I got involved with other folks. Um, I, I reached back out to some people that, that had some influence on me when uh, years ago in the fire service, uh, Don Sapp, you know. Um, man, he, you know, he's always been good to me, been a great friend. Um, reached back out to him. We got linked back up, hooked back up, and uh, Brian Altman. Um, Don got me hooked up with Jay Hurley and Jason Painter out in West Georgia. Man, those guys! And when I really started watching what they were doing and how they and how they cared about each other, but how they cared about the fire service and how they do things, that that is where it really I said, man, that's what that's what I want to do. That's what I want to be. And <coughs> excuse me, and and that's when you know, and it started. It started really coming full circle, and then all this has happened so quick. Um, it's overwhelming at times because I don't consider myself no different than anybody else. I, I, I love the opportunity to help somebody all the time, no matter who it is, you know, especially if it's got something to do with the fire service. If it's got something to do with somebody who's struggling personally, you know, I want them to know They've got somebody that, you know, they can come to and help them. And so it, it, that's where it all, this stems from. And um, being able to take and I wanted to, I, I made up my mind. I said, you know, I want to be able to take, I get the I get the luxury and privilege to be involved with all these great firefighters, all these great guys in the fire service. How do I take and get all in create a culture where I'm at to get them connected and to be a part of things like they're doing out in West Georgia or what they do in Chatsworth, Georgia. You know, the, I mean, all these when I, these places that I talk about, man, they had it. They're it's very, it's you know, it's, it's they motivated me to do these things and be where I'm at today. And <clears throat> so I said, you know what, I'm gonna take and give everybody else the opportunity to be a part of that too. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of like if you want to be a part of it, man, you know, it's kind of like Uncle Sam. We want you. This isn't a draft. Just don't be afraid to ask.
kind of mentality. And so, but the thing was that really, I seen that was a lot of the old fire service, it was almost, it was, it was tough to show that we care, it was okay for us to care about each other, good or bad, you know, and I've never been the type of person that could keep anything in. So I kind of, I kind of picked up, you know, this mentality is, uh, and started saying it and putting it down places, writing it on, writing it on things in the station, writing it in places, and it's okay to care about each other. And, you know, and it kind of started to take off a little bit. You know, people started saying, saying, oh, it's okay. Then we started talking and become more personal with each other. And when people trust you, it don't matter if you're their officer, if you're their chief, if you're just a firefighter with them, before you, you ever can, before you can ever expect anybody to do anything, to work hard, to push themselves, they got to know you give a shit about them. They got to know you care. And because if they know you care about them, good or bad in their life, they don't want to disappoint you. They do not want to disappoint you. The same, the same way I, the same way feeling that I have that when I fail. I know I disappoint myself, and I felt, you know, you don't want to disappoint the others that you look up to. And so it's all of these things is what's brought all of this full circle, which is pretty cool because now what it's allowed us to do well, is to do these kind of things together. Um, we got a whole group of people, man, that, you know, that, that, that love doing firemanship. Um, it's give them... This has give them an opportunity to get out of their comfort zone or get out of that shell they were in to come be a part of something that I get to be a part of with them and watch them get better. So that's that that's the reward side of it for me. So um so I took today and sent out some you know that message and got man the the responses I got back is the stuff that I knew that I would get back, man. Um, you know, that's that's not being cocky. That's just being, telling the truth. Um, let's see. And a lot of this, we're, there is, I got so many things on here that they've, I've been, they've texted me today and this afternoon, this evening, um, which, Let's us fall into more more things and get more of these people on because I, I feel as as important as this is for me and you. I feel like that uh, this this gives this opportunity for everybody else to take and put their passion out there. If that makes sense, you know. So, what do you think? What, so, what do you since we started fire class since we started the fire class in uh, Livonia in January? How, is, how has it impacted your personal life and where you're at today? Uh, I, one of the biggest things I remember from that first night is, uh, you know, all us, all of us just sitting there, super quiet, and uh, nobody was talking, nobody saying a word to each other. Uh, and you just said, you know, in a couple of weeks, we're not going to be able to shut you guys up. And we were all sitting there like, yeah, sure, whatever. And, you know. Within two weeks, sure enough, we're we're all cutting up, laughing, just 
having a good time just because, you know, it's that, like you said, uh, you don't want to disappoint the people that care about you. Right. And it, within those just two weeks, I mean, it was Tuesdays and Thursdays, four days. Within right. four days, we, we were cutting up, caring about each other. It's, you know, just because we all knew that we were in it together, we were all learning together. Right. And uh, I know, I know, speaking from personal experience, it was before that there wasn't really any uh, personal accountability on my end, just because at that point I was just kind of like a, a freelancer, uh, you know, doing my own thing out there in the world, just, you know, the only person I had to disappoint or, you know, approve of was myself. Right. And, uh, you know, being a part of a team, being a part of a family, it's, uh, you're held to a higher standard. It's like now I, you know, I constantly think about what I'm doing because how not only it will reflect on myself, but how it will reflect on you, right. how it will reflect on everybody in this house, how it will reflect on everybody that, you know, when I wear that sweatshirt, everybody else who wears that sweatshirt that, you know. Everybody's held to the same standard. Exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's, and that's the humbling side for me is because every time that, I look around. I mean, I don't never. It's very, very rare that I round a corner in Habersham County, um, or at home, that I don't see the back of that sweatshirt. And the back of that sweatshirt is a kick in the nuts for me. You know, there's some days it's it's just humbling as shit, man. It's just so, it's it's so humbling. And then there's some days I just look at it and. There's several of these those statements in there um, that you know it kind of catches you back and you go, damn man, I hadn't always been that person. And that alone is you know it's the emotions that come with that is, but the one that that never I see every day, and I used to. I used to take for granted, and still do. Uh, and and I don't want to say that. I don't and I don't say that with pride. Is my wife and my my kids um, to save lives and protect property? Of course, that's what we're supposed to do, right? That's, but i you know, and then it's, when I got to be in, got to promote up into position I'm at now. It's different when you're not just dealing with one shift. When you're not on one shift anymore. When you're dealing with everybody, on the in the department now. You, you go through the ups and downs, goods and bads, highs and lows with everybody, and you know, and so you see and hear so much, and you and it is sometimes it is tough to be that person that everybody expects you to be. But then I look and see where it saves lives and protect property, and I tell people all the time. My wife's even told me. I've said before. I've been a selfish bastard. I've been selfish at the fire service. You know, I've all, I put it first for so long, and I still do. And I, I know I do at times. I've tried to, I, I really sincerely try to do better for my wife and my, my family, my kids. Um, but there was a time to where I can honestly say I didn't consider them first every time. And, you know, it took... It's what the, I tell you one of the most humbling things with this sweatshirt or this Bears of the Oath coat of honor and these and these sweatshirts over the last few months is seeing my wife walk around with a 
those hoodies on all the time. That, you know, because the fire service is, my wife, she knows the fire service, what it, she knows it better than anybody, honestly. But the fire service has, my family has become has played second fiddle to the fire service at times. And, I, and I'm being truthful. I'm not being prideful here when I say this. I'm being truthful. And so to see my wife wear that, that makes that makes me feel like that I'm doing a little bit better because she has she she wears it too, and and that that that's big man. That's not only everybody else that wears them, um, but this is my wife to wear it. So you know the original ones were black with white letters, and then we had some sand with black letters, and then I had <coughs> I had a couple I had some made that were navy and um, with white letters, and then the red. Couple red ones, because everybody, anybody knows me knows red's my favorite color, and um, I had I had a couple red ones made, and I noticed one of them got missing, and I didn't know where it was. But next thing I know, my wife's got it on all the time, you know, which is cool. That's that's cool, but that's you know what that to me, her wearing that red sweatshirt, kind of is like the white helmet to me. That's the that's that's the ultimate respect. Is my wife wearing that red sweatshirt with that with that coat of honor on it? Because you know the handshake on the front, man. That's you know there's a lot to that handshake, and um, a lot of people don't know because the fire service. There's so much history with the fire service, and the handshake, man, is and that fire marker. You know, it's that's that's important to any fire, any any new recruiter, any new fire. Any new, any new somebody that's getting into the fire service, fire service orientation and history is important, and that's it's just not even being taught like it should anymore. In my opinion, again, my opinion is some folks don't, they're not going to like it, and that's okay. But you know, the fire service has a lot of history that is crucial and should be impactful to where we are today, and that handshake on the front of it means as much to me as the code of honor that's on the back of it. So it's it's pretty humbling. Um, there's something cool that, it's, that I hadn't, I don't think I've, I know I haven't yet talked about was, so I thought that when this bears the oath deal, I thought, you know, man, I said, I don't want this to be me. I don't want this to be just me, me be associated with it. So I, I got to uh, thinking about some guys that, um, that really that stood out to me, you know, and um, there was four there was four guys that really came came had, just sat on my heart. Um, one of them again was Jonathan Jordan. He was the uh, he was my captain at Tacoa. He's still a captain there. Um, he I wanted him to be. I asked him if he would if he would be a part of it with me to because I didn't want I didn't want it to be just like I it was. I was trying to start some kind of social movement or some bullshit like that. I, I wanted it to, I wanted these guys to believe in it too. And if they did, if, if the guys that I looked to and trusted and that they believed in it, that, you know, they would help, they would help promote it and that it wouldn't just the mind of one person. You know what I'm saying? So, and then, so, then uh, Lee Humphreys, he was, you know, he, me and him, we, we spent a lot of time getting to know each other. We've known each other for a long time, but we got to know each other 
a lot over the last, I guess, year and a half. Um, when I came up here to Habersham County to work at the city of Cornelia, he uh, he came and asked if he he, he came on as part time, man, just talking, just spending time talking to him. You know, I, I went to him and asked him. You know, he's Humpy's something else. Anybody knows Humpy, he's he's something else. He's his own character. I mean, each one of these guys, man, they had their own different character. You know, all of them had their own different character. They had their own different story. They had everything that I wanted to have so many different images to be a part of it. But the root of all of it was that everybody had the same fire and desire. You know, want firemen. They're just fucking firefighters, man. Firefighter shit, you know. And so... Um, another guy, Richie Tebow, he, I got, I met him over the last year, um, through another friend, um, and he would come around the station, you know, and we got to knowing each other and we got to talking and, and there was just something about him, you know, and I got to learn, I got to learning about him and, and we got to talking and, you know, one day we, we were in, out in the engine bay having a conversation and the, knowing what he had done before the fire service, you know, I had, it was just ultimate respect for anybody that, that, uh, you know, that gives herself to the, uh, to our nation to protect it in, in the military and services. And, but just that smile the guy had, you know, um, and he, you know, he's real. He just, you know, he's, I liked it. I liked it. How real he was. I liked it. You know, he was about the fire service. I liked, man, that, that, that green he had it, that, and the more and more we talked, I just thought, you know what, I was sitting here one day, and he came by, and we got talking about it, and I asked him, I said, man, would you like to be a part of this with me? I said, I, I, I'm, I, want, I want us all to get together and come up with this stuff. And um, and then, I, there was, there was, I, you know, I felt like there was some more that needed to be involved in it. And then <coughs> I got it, we got, uh, got hooked up with Scott Sanders. He's captain at Gwinnett County. Captain Sanders, man, he's a, he's something else. He's a nut, man. He's a firefighter. He's a badass firefighter, man. He's just a good guy. It's eat up with the fire service. Anybody that wears their air pack in their garage and underwear is a firefighter. And, you know, just to, I got to spend some time with him down at Gwinnett County and got to watching just his enthusiasm, and we got to talking and sharing conversations with one another, and, you know, I just kind of felt like, man, he'd be, that's just he's another one and you know and then it's then you got Brian Altman and then you know it just keeps getting better and better man all these great guys that's become a part of it and it's not a it's, it's simply about that fraternity of firemanship you you know you being a part of it now um watching you man it's been fun they uh and I remember when we first started fire class uh Chief Obar he's the fire chief at Livonia Fire Department real good friend of mine. The reason I'm in the fire service, actually, truthfully, to be known, he is the reason I'm in the fire service. Um, but he asked me one night, he said, is he going to be able to do this? And I looked at him and I said, we'll find out. And I turned and looked at him again. I said, he'll do it. And he said, well, he's got our gear on. And he looked at me and he said, he's got our gear on, which is Livonia Fire Department gear. And if anybody had doesn't know Daniel hadn't seen him he's he's not the biggest of fellas um so we just happened to have a set of gear um that fit him and um to me it's it's a privilege and honor to wear turnout gear anywhere much less um 
Bologna Fire Department gear because that's where I got started. That's you know, and how it was put to me when the chief, when Chief Beasley, took and came by and talked to me one day years ago and asked if I'd be interested in joining the fire service, joining Livonia Fire Department. I'll never forget. He told me he said it's a privilege to be on Livonia Fire Department, and I, I didn't know nothing about fire, 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 fire service, fire department, firemen. I didn't know nothing about it at the time. And uh, I said, okay. And he said, you know, he said, got a deep tradition in history of you have to be from Livonia, work in Livonia, or, you know, have have family ties. Because we got a lot of third generation members at Livonia. And, and I said, man, I said, I'd, I'd love to. And I didn't realize then when he said that, it took years for me to realize what he said that night, that day, what it meant. I understand it. You know, I understand it today better than I did. I definitely understand it today better than I did then. So, you know, him stopping by that day and talking to me, taking time out just to come by and see me, was, you know, I didn't understand then, but I do now. And that's and that's kind of like went back with that night when Scott said, he's got our gear on, you know. And I said, he'll be fine. And, and it's been nothing but inspiration and, you know, it's watching you do what you've done. This goes to prove that anybody who wants to do this job can do it. And so I appreciate your commitment. I appreciate everything you've done to help to get us where we're at today with this. Um, so, but, man, I could go on all night long and talk about, um, what, you know, why I am where I am today, the people that has got me here, um, and I and but I feel like that that should be we you know there's so many stepping stones um, and people that need to come on this podcast with us as we grow it and put it out there because I want this to be there's so man I listen to podcasts daily and there's so many good podcasts out there uh, Matthew Broom he's a firefighter of Gwinnett County uh, twenty four forty eight podcast he's recently started it up he. And he humbled, I was humbled again today. He reached out to me today and asked if I would um, if I would take and be interested in being on his podcast as a guest. And that's, that's just humbling, you know. And, of course, I, you know, I, I told him I'd be glad to. So, but we have some of the things that, let me, you know, I, I feel like that we need to emphasize that needs to be important with what's going on and what we what what we're about with this podcast when it comes to the fire services what is what is important and what what it takes to be to be a great firefighter um and that's simply the work that's required for anybody to put into it not for recognition but because they want to do the job what it takes to do the job um so uh you know there's the, I'm sitting here looking at all the comments that keep, they're still coming in. Are y'all recording? Right now, one of them says, are y'all recording? And uh, as we get better with this, you know, when Daniel starts working his magic with it, we'll do, we'll, 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 uh, we'll take and progress it. But um, some of the things that, let me just show you, to, let me just read some of the things that these guys sent out today. Um what I put out today, um, 
was Bears of the Oath. We'll be recording the first podcast tonight. Any questions, comments, or topics you would like for us to address or labor on, please feel free to reply to this post, and we will do what we can to make sense out of it, out of what you think. So, and I knew that some things would come in. Like I said, Chief Hurley reached out, and that meant a lot. Um, one of my good friends, Brian Altman, Lee Humphreys, um, Josh Wilson, Tommy Rivers, Sean Duffy, Scott Sanders, A.J. Zerzolo, um, Hall County guys. Man, there is so many badass dudes that are all around us. And you know what these guys love to do? They love to do work. They love to work. They love to take and put what it, whatever it takes into being better. Because, and when you get to be around a group of guys like that constantly, they make you just want, they make me want to be better all the time. You know, the the body will do so much more than the mind will allow it to do. But damn, it makes it so much better when you're encouraged and you got all these guys around you that support you and they want to be a part of, they want to be a part of you and I want to be a part of them. And they, they, they want to, they're, they're all about the same thing that we're about. So, um, some of the things that's going to be coming that we're going to be talking about um, is definitely engine work, man. First do engine work. Um, that first do crew. Some of the things uh, searching. Um, opinions on searching. The guy, there's so many different opinions on search and rescue. When to, when not to. Searchability versus survivability. If you haven't heard Dustin Martinez, um, you get, if you get the opportunity, to listen to anything that Dustin Martinez says is phenomenal. Um, there's so many, man, like I said, there's so many awesome guys that it's just a privilege to be a part of what they get to do. So, um, Sean Duffy, man, that dude is. I've been I've been watching him, and he's just he's man he's inspiring. He's inspiring to watch his stuff, to watch his passion. Um, so it's, it's, it's exciting. It's neat to see what's coming. Um, so we'll get into uh, the next episode. We'll, uh, we'll start having some topics that we're going to take in addressing and start having some guests on here, lining it up. And you guys hear this, see this. I think, Red, you're going to put it on. How are you going to stream the media? Uh, right now, all of our episodes will be uploaded to YouTube. Uh, and then uh, we'll have segments uh, posted to our Facebook group, Facebook page. And then uh, hopefully in the future, they will be on the uh, all major podcast platforms. Man, that'd be great. Um, I don't, I don't, if any, you guys have any, any suggestions, ideas, uh, please let us know. Um, Bears of the Oath webpage, um, reach out to us, Redbird Media Group on Facebook. Um, he's as much a part of this as I am. So this is this is his creation. Um, what he does is is going to be the the footprint of this and how it goes. So, um, but we want to hear what everybody thinks. We want to hear your questions and suggestions, um, topics. We want to hear what you guys want to talk about. We're going to shoot to do this on shift every every episode. Um, I think that's the cool thing about it because sooner or later we're going to be interrupted by tones and we're going to have to take a pause and come back and we'll pick right up where we're at, whether it's 9 o'clock or 1 o'clock in the morning, and we're going to tell you about the job we went on. 
and we're going to break the job down where we made mistakes and where we can get better at it. Um, who was it earlier that said something? Uh, Josh Wilson. He, uh, he said proper scene size up and the pros on doing 360 walk around. That's, uh, you know, and it's the thing about it is, is whether you're a two-man engine crew, one-man engine crew, three-man, you got the, if you have the luxury of having three or four on an engine, man, on a first do engine, there is, there is so much that can be done and, and accomplished within that first, that first two minutes, three minutes of arrival and scene size up, whether it's throwing ladders, stretching lines, doing a proper size up, placing the engine, catching on through, catching your A, your A, B, and D side and possible. I mean, there's, it's, it's, it's endless of how we can make ourselves better. It's, it's crazy to see the feet, the comments is still coming in on this and, um, decision-making for Kenyon Levine, that guy said, he, he said, decision-making for the first arriving companies. If you guys don't sit and tactfully talk about first arriving companies with your mutual aid departments, and sometimes that is a touchy, tough subject with mutual aid departments, running mutual aid. Um, but, you know, that culture can be changed too. I assure you it can be because I've watched that happen. Uh, relatively simple to do, um, you know, and but you have to train together. You have to be on, you have to take the, you, you take four of the best dudes, man. Some One of them is going to be weak. Everybody has weeks, you know, their weak, weak points and limitations. And, man, that's what you got to build off of. And that's, you know, because everybody has something they bring to the, to the table. And don't matter if you what color helmet you wear, you got to be able to recognize who the strong point is at that point in time. You got to benefit from that, and I think that's the culture of the people that's actually part of this whole this whole program now. Um, everybody has that in mind, and how can we be better at doing this job? So we got there's something else I want to do too. Um, I want to, you know, we're partnering this thing up with uh, Build Your Culture and Sean Duffy. Um, we've been talking. Of course, Brian Altman, Brothers of the Craft, um, Blake Stinnett uh, with Next Strong. Um, we've been we've we've been talking and uh, partnering up with uh, getting talking about doing some things with Next Strong and Open Bell, um, which is, you know, that's a whole other avenue of the fire service that needs to, that you know that can be addressed and needs to be awareness on um but there's man there's so there's so many good dudes and good organizations so many good little things like bears of the oath build your culture first do firemanship do your part training uh you know cobb county search cadre you know all these different programs that's throughout the state uh and all these guys all you have to do is reach out to them and they will come to you they will help you. They will. Their phones are there, man. If it's from Thomasville, Georgia, to Corey Thompson, to West Georgia, Bremen Fire Department, man, those guys out there. If it's up 85, 75, out I-20, man, there's good dudes all over this state. That, And that's how the culture is becoming what it is in the fire service. So I think it's great that you've come into it, Daniel, and – you're seeing just this side of it. 
because there is a side to the fire service that we've all, a lot of us have been through that, you know, it's just like everything else has struggles, but everything has struggles, you know, so what's your, what is, what is, what's your, what's your goal for you in the fire service? I think my biggest goal with coming through all this is, uh, I don't know, it's, I started it with just having a sense of purpose and, uh, you know, doing something that mattered. Um, but as going through it and becoming the, the family that we are now and the, the brotherhood that there is, I think it's just, uh, uh, I don't know. It's, it's at the point now where it's, it's all still fresh and new. And so, uh, I have I have things that I want to do and things that, you know, I'd like to do in the future, but at the same time, uh I didn't realize that the fire service was my future six months ago. Right. And so it's I'm I'm adaptable and I'm ready for anything. Right. Um I didn't either, man. I was uh <laughs> I got in the fire service because I got tired of all my buddies hanging around the damn fire pages going off and them leaving and going to the firehouse to run calls and I stuck there with all the women cooking. And I, I, people laugh at that, but that's, you know, I got tired of getting left behind. And next thing you know, it, I was, I got, I got the opportunity through Chief Beasley and some of the guys I was talking to and talking about Chief Obar to be, to get, you know, to have the opportunity to join Livoni Fire Department. And then within, I think about six months later, it did this, that first six months of being on as a volunteer at Livonia, um, I was, I got hired on as a paid firefighter at the city of Tacoa. I, I was that, it, it, it hit me that hard. I wanted to learn. I needed, to, you know, I was intrigued and wanted to learn how to do this job. And um, it was, it's been, it's been amazing. It's, it's, it's all, it's the best job you, I could, you could ever want, in my opinion. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's been it's been awesome, and to see where it's at now is, you know, is, you know, it's it's exciting. So, but there are some things that we I do want to do. Um, we're gonna take and get ready to end this for the evening. Um, hopefully, this is a good forefront. I think maybe this was maybe this was what the way to start it. I don't know. I was kind of curious on how we should start it tonight, and I guess I just started rambling talking about things. Um, but anybody that does know me knows that I love helping people. Um, I love giving things away. And stand by just a second. Station 12. So... Like I said, we're on shift, and you can hear the radio in the background. Tones dropping for one of the neighboring stations. So, everybody, anybody that knows me knows that uh, I love giving things away. I love, especially fire, fire-related stuff. If I can take in. If I can take and give somebody something and it benefits them and helps them, I'm all for it, man, because I feel like that the 
relationships I built on the other side of the fire service with the with these with the sales and distribution, man, I'm constantly getting all kinds of stuff, and um, I'm always about taking what's given, you know, what I've got, and passing it forward to other departments and or other firefighters that need stuff or want stuff. So, what we're gonna do is uh, we're gonna take and we're gonna give something away every show. Um, Got to figure out how the platform we're going to do that is, uh, but I can tell you on these we won't do it on this show, but we'll make up for it on the next podcast number two. We'll give two things away. One of them will be a Bears of the Oath uh, sweatshirt, um, and one will be a pro a thirty inch Pro Bar Allegan tool. So. Um, We'll take and figure out how we're going to do that, but we're going to take and somebody's going to get something every show. Um, and they might be, there's no telling what it'll be, but we're going to give away something every show. I'm all about tools. I'm all about taking and making anything I got available to anybody in the fire service. And there is, I mean, anybody, I will, we'll, anything, any props we got, anything we have, we'll take and we'll bring it to you. I'll bring it to you. And. But and I think that's cool. I think that's what you're supposed to do, because um, I am been like I said, I have been very fortunate to have some of the outlets that I have in the fire service. And so next uh, next show, next podcast we're gonna do, we'll we'll shoot for one day next week. See what we figure out. Work. See what kind of kinks we can work out on this. send you a picture i got that but anyhow we're still live so what we'll do is next show we'll take and post when we're going to do it later this week or beginning of next week um for those of you that listen to it and thank you guys so much for the support um thank you for supporting us uh, being a part of it please please contribute your thoughts disagreements um Opinions, anything, man. You want to, We can talk about to make ourselves better and make the fire service better. Let's do it. Let's figure it out. Let's figure out a way to take and to, uh, to create something positive out of it. But we will give away a 30-inch Pro Bar and a um, Bears of the Oath hoodie. I know it's getting warm, but everybody likes hoodies. We got T-shirts on the way too. Some pretty cool T-shirts coming. So um, we'll sign off from here. Thank you guys so much for listening. We look forward to your comments and what your thoughts are on the uh, first on the first trailer, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you.